Hi, I'm one of the high priests of Conchu Ray, and I have the sacred privilege of providing you, the loony listener, with a podcast honoring Marvel's very own Moon Knight. So join me and a host of others at Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or support the show by becoming a Patreon member. Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. It's time to get your conchu on. Sons of Krypton, a spooky Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And we are joined by returning guest Dave from Signal of Doom. Hello, yes, Dave. I'm from the Signal of Doom. Deep beneath a swamp, I've emerged, covered in the blood of my enemies. Mm. And yes. uh, I gaze upon my kingdom with awe and also envy. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is our Halloween special for the year, which is news to Dave because I forgot yeah, to tell him. Uh, yeah, sorry, for Dave. Yeah, that's right. It is. Uh, and we are doing Superman and Aliens by yes. Dan Jurgens and Kevin Nowlin. Uh, so uh, this will come out a week before Halloween. But if you really mm-hmm. want to be a purist, you can always wait to listen until the thirty first. But you can just have your candy early. You know, it's like delay gratification. Or, or mm. listen to it again. Like, listen yeah. to it twice. Oh, yeah. Do it, like, once really drunk. <laughs> or can I say candy, something you know? right up front? When I saw it was art by Kevin Nolan, oh, I, I thought <laughs> that the uh, the uh, Saturday Night Live uh, news anchor from the 90s, uh, Kevin Nealon's name was that. Oh. I thought, oh, wow, is Kevin Kevin. Nealon doing some comic work back in the nineties, like double bit of double threat. And then I went down a rabbit hole trying to work out what his real name was, and I can confirm they are not the same person. They this is not the Saturday Night Live uh, news anchor guy who I quite enjoy. <laughs> uh, it's a different guy. Yeah. I do want to talk. Uh, so I believe Jurgens does the pencils, right? Yeah, he does the layouts. And Kevin yeah. Nolan, I, I read this. He is an inker, but he's also quite an accomplished artist himself. So he did the finishes yeah. and stuff as well. So right, yeah, Dave, I've recognised him from uh, well, his art style from I think at least some covers to Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, I think he's done a lot of work, to be honest. Mm. Uh, and he's re- and he's quite well respected. Um, I found all this out doing my deep dive, trying to work out if it was a Saturday Night Live guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this news is uh, fresh as of half an hour ago. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, there's lots to talk about when it comes to Superman Alien. Uh, so first, uh, little little spoiler-free review, but not spoiler-free. Yes, so if you haven't seen Black Adam yet and you don't want any spoilers, unless you've gotten the really obvious spoiler they've been posting everywhere, even DC. Then it starts <laughs> The Rock. It starts uh, <laughs> Black Adam. Perhaps. Then um, feel free to keep listening. Otherwise, uh, just put this off until you have watched black adam or and, and tell us care. what you think of it tell us what you think of it of course yeah, yeah absolutely I want to hear what you think of it yeah so final warning for spoilers 
Okay, so the big spoiler I'll mention because it's just going to be hard not to talk about it on a Superman podcast is yes. Henry Cavill does come back as Superman in it. That's, cool. That's good. Uh, yes. Which is, is it significant, Connor? Significant? So it's after the initial credit sequence. And so it's mid-credit. So, is it mid-credit? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he basically comes down and he's like, you know, blah, blah, like, you know, you're rustling a lot of feathers, we should talk. But he's like, kind of friendly, and they play like the Reeve Superman music, and he's got like the curl, and he's got a brighter costume, which I liked. Okay. Um, so how similar is the costume to, say, Christopher Reeve as compared to the Man of Steel costume? Oh, it, it's it's like the Snyder costume. It's just okay. bright. Okay, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, the colors are just a bit more bright. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, so that was cool. Uh, oh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to lose my mind over a 30-second bit. I'm just happy to see Superman show up. How it's hilarious cool. would it be if they deep-faked Christopher Reeve? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That would, that would cause a calamity. I moment. mean, it would be funny. Uh, I would appreciate the comedy, but maybe no one else would. Yeah. <laughs> well, Black Adam is not a comedy. Uh, so I... Uh, look, it's not the best movie ever. Yeah. It might not even be a great movie, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, that's good. The, the Look, cast, I, I, yeah. I was just the cast was so like the pacing is odd. Mm. It's mm-hmm. like ten minutes in, I was a bit like, Ugh. <laughs> but uh, it gets better. And okay. you know, I thought the Rock was fine, and the JSA, I really liked them. Cool. Uh, I think they're a lot of people's favorite part of the movie. So uh-huh. you know, uh, Doctor Fate, Pierce Brosnan was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawkman was good, even though I wasn't on board with the casting initially. I love like, Hawkman, so was it was Hawkman yeah. in it much? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Sweet. Him and nice. him and Doctor Fate are like the main JSA guys. That awesome. So uh, that's look, cool. So I'm not. My knowledge of JSA is their role in like a real world sense. Their role in the comics. So I don't know much about the JSA in universe, if that makes sense. So I'm not sure how accurate of a what does that Betrayal? statement mean? What does, what does that statement so, okay. actually mean? <laughs> so my knowledge of the JSA is like, I know they were DC's first superhero team. Oh, yeah. I know they're a big Golden Age team. But I don't know yes, anything yeah. about, like, uh, their co- storyline in the comics. It's very yeah, confusing. Okay. I can tell you that much. It's extremely right. confusing as the decades roll by. Like, all of my yeah. knowledge will probably come from watching Stargirl, which is great, actually. I've yeah. been watching sure. season three of Stargirl. Highly recommend for anyone. Fantastic. Cool. Uh, best comic show I've seen. Three mm-hmm. consistent great seasons. Anyway, cool. this is not cool. uh, about that. But, yeah, so I'm not sure how accurate the JSA are. Maybe JSA fans will be really mad. Maybe they'll be really happy. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but there, there was one weird thing. This is another spoiler. Mm. So for whatever reason, the JSA and I think Superman mm. are both answering to Amanda Waller, which I thought was really oh. weird. I haven't seen yeah. the other Suicide Squad, so I'm not sure what her role is, but she's like... I can call on a favor from people not from this planet, and then Superman shows up, and the JSA in the movie are literally working for her. Like, oh, so she, oh. she's in it, is she? Yeah, they're oh. they're trying to capture Black Adam for her. Oh, okay. but, but they're still good guys. Like the JSA yeah. aren't bad guys, but I just thought it was weird. So, hey, Dave, have you have you seen the Suicide Squad? Can you yeah. fill us in some gaps yeah. there? Or uh, an overrated movie um oh no i mean yeah as it's a waller okay so she's in it like is she a villain yeah she's more i mean like she's always straddling that line between you know right black and black and white like 
Sort of. I think she kills a whole team at the end to a oh, wow. or something along those lines. Like she's sure. definitely very cutthroat, you know? Yeah. The way that JSA are portrayed, it's like I can kind of see them like, you know, working with her, but Superman was odd, especially like because obviously this is the DCEU Superman who mm. doesn't really work for anyone. So sure. It would, yeah. But like that, that's not even really a nitpick. It was just. I was a bit confused, but whatever. I guess we'll see what yeah. happens. So yeah, it's good. Great cast. Cool. Uh, there was an old lady there who loved it. And can I read out? <laughs> can nice. I read out? Um, I'm glad you gave that review. I've got Adam's review because mm-hmm. he, he put it on. Okay. Old, this is Adam the computer, big JSA guy, and it's it's a kind of counter review. I'll, I'm just bringing mm-hmm. up um, his letterbox thing. He's got me using this letterbox, and um, and I'm still oh. very feeble at it. Um, let me let me find Actually. it. It's, yeah, it's. Do you use Letterbox, uh, Connor? Yeah, I use it all the time. Oh, uh, do you? Well, I'll actually, cool. find you. Uh, uh, no, I'm not go. cool for using Letterbox. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is Adam the Computer's uh, review. Two stars. Do you smell what the rock is pooping? This seemed to be a passion project for Johnson, but comes off more as a vanity project. Black Adam works as a villain or supporting character, not being the hero, which Johnson clearly feels the need to be. He does look great in costume in that costume, though. The supporting Kandak characters were not very compelling. The JSA were pretty cool and happy to see them on screen. They could be cheesy, but all of them could punch a line. Hoping to see a more fully formed JSA in the future. Plus one star for them. So one star for the movie, but he he may he brings it to two with. He was wow. he, he. I mean, actually, not a man given to super strong opinions. Mm. He he messaged me right afterwards, and I said it's interesting because Connor had mentioned to me he quite liked it and um but yeah different point of view these are all you know subjective yeah look yeah. i'm not i'm not saying it's a yeah i'm not saying it's a great movie all i know is i went there and i enjoyed yeah, yeah. it i'm looking time, forward to it between you I'm, yeah I'm actually me too i'm it. yeah me too i look as long as it um entertains and it, it thrills mm. i'm not looking for anything significantly deep or anything like that um you know also having a very kind of surface level knowledge of the characters uh, it, it looks like a fun film. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, interesting to hear from both Adam and, and yourself, Connor. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it it seems to uh, – I mean, I've, I've heard both sides of the fans, uh, but it, it hasn't dissuaded me um, or, yeah. or, like, maybe eager to see it. I'm just kind of keen to see it. I, I, I like The Rock. I've heard he's not as charming, but, I mean, I guess that's his character, right? Black Adam is – He starts off pretty um... – he gets a bit heroic towards the end, which kind of annoys me. And you guys know what I mean when you see it, but uh-huh. yeah. Um, How would it compare to you to say Venom Two and Morbius? Haven't seen either of them. So oh, well, I mean, are you yeah. a professional? Come it's, on, like. yeah, I don't. It's pretty, to be honest, it's pretty rare for me to see superhero movies these days. Okay. I made an exception mm. for like No Way Home because it's Tony right. Wire. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I saw well, this because. Well, all right, I, I yeah. will see this film. I'm seeing this film uh, on Thursday with Richard, and we're going to be recording on Thursday night, so we will have a live review on Signal. Okay. Um, and I and Richard is, uh, as usual, death riding the movie, whereas I've got, <laughs> course, I've got quite course. an open mind, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, like, I, I don't yeah. think Richard's going to like it. I think this I is a movie. Surprised if he will. Yeah. You don't want to think about this movie too much. Uh, if he starts, yeah, to think that's about, a, yeah. yeah. Uh, but exactly, it, hmm, yeah. I maintain like uh, just go see it for yourself. Like that, that's what I'm maintaining. There's no, there's no yeah. sinister motive here that I'm going to go. Don't spend your money on it. Just see mm. it for yourself, and 
What, was the, what was the controversy on the internet, Connor? Because there was some controversy about Superman, but I couldn't understand what the controversy was. Uh, uh, it's madness. Like, these people just need to go outside. Uh, it's, um, you told because, me something. Because they it? played the Crystal music when... Because they oh. played the Crystal Reed music when Henry Cavill showed up, which must mean that, you know, they're, they're dunking on betraying Snyder because they're not playing the... Oh, Hans Zimmer gosh. Superman thing, and it's so it's just bullshit. Okay, and I'm just like, it's yeah, a, it's a lot of bullshit. Yeah, it well, is. And, and also that Henry Cavill's betraying Zack Snyder, and I'm like, betraying is a strong word. So <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason Momoa, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot—they're not betraying Zack Snyder because they're still doing movies. Ezra Miller, yeah. I mean, he's betraying humanity. Um... <laughs> Let's not talk about that. But yeah, so what? Can I also, sorry. It's just why is Henry Cavill betraying Zack Snyder? It's 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 madness. Like those people aren't even worth listening to. Yeah, so, so it's garbage. Okay, sorry, Ray. Yeah. What was your yeah. question, man? No, it wasn't a question. I just want to kind of chime in, and look. I mean, I'm not defending the film. I haven't even seen the film, but I just want to announce, I guess, to to some comic book fans and viewers there, just to to kind of settle down a bit when it comes to to these movies. Don't expect. Like, you know, some people have unreasonable expectations for comic book sure. movies. And at the end of the day, they are fantasy slash action. They're there for you to have a good time, you know. And, and some people have expectations that it should be, uh, you know, Oscar award winning or, mm. or top level. Or, or it kind of makes you think and, um, and it has a deep resonance for social comments and, uh, yeah, all that sort of jazz. It's a comic book film. Okay, so I will, I will say enjoy it that, if, it's, if it's an action film. I agree with you on that point, but there's still an expectation of being an entertaining movie, and a lot of oh, no, absolutely, absolutely, test. a lot absolutely. of fail that test. Like, I'm gonna, yeah, no, yeah, I agree counter, with that, counter, but I'm just saying, that, yeah, sorry, counter, counter, counterpoint. Um, I agree as well with both of those, uh, but also I think if it's clear that the filmmaker wants this to be something like that, then it should be judged mm-hmm. by those standards. Absolutely. Um, but Absolutely. if you're looking at a movie starring The Rock, who is vocal mm. about providing entertainment for people, yeah. mm-hmm. and you're yep. expecting this full-on accurate masterpiece, then you know, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. A film like <laughs> The Joker, tell me, tell me this. More, you know, like yeah. um, going for sort of that Scorsese light feel, then um, judge yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. more compared that's right. against those movies, mm. you know. But this movie, to me, it's right in the in the vein of, say, Venom, which yeah. is just out-and-out out entertainment, and it will sink yes. or swim depending on the mass audience. And I've and I've heard the action scenes are, are awesome, you know, and I'm, cool. I'm going to be, like, focusing on the action scenes. I'm not going to be focusing on necessarily dialogue unless it's, like, really terrible dialogue. And I'm not looking yeah. for really was, any deep yeah. character development. There was some good. It's, laughs. it's just going to be, an, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was funny. It was a funny movie. Uh, yeah, in parts. I've got uh, a question. Just just before we get off it, does the mm-hmm. Rock? Um, you know how uh, Captain Marvel and I? Yes, I do call it Captain Marvel, not Shazam, because DC mm-hmm. trying to brainwash me for the last ten years. Um, you know when he transforms from a child to an adult. Yeah. Is it the same with The Rock that he hasn't transformed since ancient Egypt? Like so that that's me? that's a plot point in the movie. Okay. Oh. Uh, cool. Although, oh, and I see what you're asking. Like, he hasn't transformed in all that time. 
yeah, I think in the comics been, that's what's happened. Yeah, I think he's been yeah like in the Black Adam form for a long time. But I okay. can't really say more because that just starts to go into cool. spoilers, yeah. which I don't want to spoil because it like they're yeah. pretty cool. Parts I'm looking, of the movie, I'm looking so. forward to it, man. I'm 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 honestly looking forward to it. Like. Yeah. I hope it's a big hit because it, you know, it will help the DC film franchise move forward if it's a big hit. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah. I got to, so I went event cinemas, and mm. I got to rent Shazam for a dollar. Uh, when I got oh, the ticket, like a, okay. what do you mean by that? Cool. Uh, just is a, it a, a like dollar on their, their streaming yeah. service or something? Okay. Yeah, so okay. like when I was cool. at the checkout, it says you can rent Shazam for a dollar. I'm like, hey, why not? And I watched Shazam again, and uh, probably enjoyed it a bit more than last time. Um, oh, really? Okay. An extremely yeah. average movie. You enjoyed it last time, opinion, though, didn't you? Like, you know. I did. Uh, I think I think Black Adam's more entertaining than Shazam, but I think Shazam's technically a better movie, but it's also for mm. a younger audience as well. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, a, yeah, it's yeah. a competent movie for, like, 11-year-olds. Like, I, I found it very <laughs> dull, but it, for young kids, it's a good movie. But it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool how, like, there's, like, a little shazam cinematic universe popping up and we've had superman in both of these movies now which i like so yeah i guess i guess but like i mean yeah no, it's not an little, actual cinematic universe very little cinematic yeah. universe. i don't know look i i'm hoping black adam's more entertaining than shazam i i it is i'm yeah. very bored in shazam frankly <laughs> i mean yeah black, black adam never slows down so good does he, rip Dave, though, can I... does he rip terror man in half does he rip terror man in half that happened in the no, uh, but that sounds pretty funny. Uh, yeah, look, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my main complaint in the movie is that Black Adam could have been more villainous. But oh, is uh, there any villain in it that we know other than Black Adam? Is there? Is, is it, it like yeah? A big is it Black Adam? Just him? I think I think it's a I think it's a Shazam villain. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry, okay. Captain Marvel villain, whatever. Doctor uh, yeah. Savannah. Doctor Savannah. No, no, it's someone I haven't. Wasn't that in Shazam? Okay. It's someone Not the I. Worm. No, it's not the worm. Ooh. I'm guessing that'll be Shazam too. I'm not sure, but okay. Yeah, that was featured yeah. in the worm. Uh, in Shazam. So yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it, guys. Like, frankly. Yeah, know? me too. Me too. The action yeah. again. From what I've seen from the trailers, like when the guys are shooting at at um Black Adam, mm. it just looks really cool. Like he just looks really. When he transforms, hard. when he transforms, does he yell out Shazam? I've always, I never know. Does he do that, or does he have his own word? It's Shazam. It is. But uh, oh, it is okay. Instead of instead of Greco Roman, it's like Egyptian. Yes, gods, which, is which is cool. Actually, yeah, really cool. Uh, I really liked it. Um, yeah, the the action it's it just looked a bit like a more brutal Superman. Cool, you know, which mm. was cool. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. You know, go go see it if you're interested. I will say for uh, listeners, by the way, there's a massive sale on Comicsology on JSA. Ooh, oh man, oh, brilliant books and also connor if you're ever interested in the jsa jeff john's run is the definitive jsa to read okay yeah i think i think when um star girls like done i'll probably read all the jeff john's jsa and star girls I think, stuff i think you'll uh, enjoy it it's, yeah. it's quite good it's 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 pretty it's pretty decent and black adam gets a pretty major run in it actually because yeah. one of the one of the reasons star girls good is he's involved in it quite a lot still yes yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, like, you'll see Stargirls on CW, but they're still co-funded by HBO, and they still have the writers, the actors, you know, yeah, Luke Wilson, yeah. still a major character. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, cool. Cool. Anyway, do we want to get spooky and fly to yeah. Argo? Sure. Oh, yeah, Argo. Well done. Bubble, Let's do it. Bubble City. <laughs> up, up, and <laughs> up, up, and away. away.
Hello, I'm Alan. I'm Rebecca. And if you're listening to this, then we recommend that you check out our podcast, the DCAU Podcast, where we watch the original DC animated movies, starting from Batman Mask of Phantasm and continuing on to Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War, and beyond. And we will cover such heroes as Batman, Superman, The Batman, Wonder Woman, Victorian Steampunk Batman, The Flash, Batman Beyond, Green Lantern, Old Man Batman, Martian Manhunter, and plenty more versions of Batman. Lots and lots and lots of Batman. You can find the DCAU podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can get podcasts by looking up the DCAU podcast and subscribe today. So, just one question Mm. to Ray. Yep. Superman versus (laughs) Aliens or Superman versus Predator? (laughs) Well, that's a pretty easy answer, unfortunately. Um, Yeah, Aliens, Superman Aliens. Okay. uh, Sigh of relief escapes my body. uh, (laughs) Because, yeah, so. uh, What's the question? Is it which one's better? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Superman Aliens is far better. Yeah, for yeah. Superman vs. Predator is one of the worst things you covered on the like show. I loathe no. to say it, but yeah. <laughs> it should have been right. good, but it wasn't. But this is far It had Michelini. It, it was at Michelini, I think. It did. That was, yeah. It was a good writer. very big case of how do you mess this up, um, mm. and they did it. And this was like, uh, with Superman vs. Aliens, you know, it's not the best thing ever, but I was looking at it, and it's like, not only did they mess not mess it up, but I think they gave us more. Like, they went a bit above and beyond. Like, I think Dan mm. Jurgens was trying to craft an actual story here instead of just a well, crossover. Well, I can, I can tell you this. Uh, Chuck Dixon, um, who, as we know, is a regular on Signal and wrote the yeah. sequel, considers Superman Aliens, the Dan Jurgens, uh, pretty much his one of his all-time favourite Superman stories. Wow. wow. He, wow. He, he thinks Dan Jurgens knocked it out of the park. I, I, I mean, I might not go as far as that, but I think yeah. it's a very strong... Uh, thing and I collected this in the three prestige oh, uh, nice. comics back in the nineties. Mm. Um, I had them on my shelf. I remember um, I was collecting Superman at the time, and I went and bought these. So I read them. I read them way back then, and I read them again tonight for the first time since about nineteen ninety five or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's that's uh, yeah. For me, it's definitely not one of the best Superman stories, but like, it is a good one. Yes. And the fact that a crossover also managed to be a good Superman mm. story is remarkable. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not in the league, Connor, of, say, what we covered previously, Superman no. and Muhammad Ali. Nowhere near that. But um, it did surprise me, like Jurgens is um, writing. And again, I'm not to say it's not stellar or anything like that, but it was it was entertaining enough. Mm. Um, I, and I think it, it's what very I found, readable, you know. It is very readable, and it actually plays to what it does over Superman Predator. It plays to the strengths of the Xenomorph. Mm. Um, he sticks true to what they do, and, and basically he, he kind of focuses on what you would love about the Xenomorph, you know. Mm. So 
it's that kind of as you you were talking about kind of before the the overwhelming kind of the masses yeah. um you've got the queen action you've got the gestation in the chests you know face huggers it's, it's got all that so and you even have like the because uh it, it there's like a few plot points because all right so i've seen the first four alien movies and the two mm-hmm. avp movies mm-hmm. and like so this mm-hmm. this borrows a little bit from various places um notice yeah. the spoiler when superman gets uh impregnated with a queen mm-hmm. and they don't attack him and i thought that was neat but like so but yeah. the other thing is like they replace the what what's the evil alien corporation i can't remember um the name. Uh, like wayland no wayland yutani yeah yutani yeah yeah and that's like the role their roles replaced by LexCorp, which i thought was yes. cool yeah, that was cool, yeah. actually. Yeah. I mean, they're very, it's very kind of tropey of this this company wanting to manufacture, they basically bioweapons. Um, and Kimball, Dr. Kimball, she's, you know, the face of that. She is wants that a, yeah. Can I say, is that a fugitive joke? Because Dr. Kimball. I don't Kimball's know. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, I, as well. you all know I love the fugitive. And I, and I just thought that was uh, like a little bit of a Easter egg for fugitive fans. It was Dr. Kimball as well, wasn't it? So Yeah, Dr. Richard Kimball. Yeah. Yeah, and, the, and this one, Dr. Yeah. As well, um, it, yeah, but, but so, sorry, Connor. No, you go. Oh, yeah, so just about to say that. So, she's very invested in the science side of things, mm. and, and you know, it, it's it kind of plays to that uh, morals or human life. I don't really care, it's all in the name of science. Mm. Uh, so, she's got that very much the Wayland Yutani kind of methodology. She may as well be an android. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. she's, well, not, she's, she's like, like <laughs> do you remember Paul Reiser's character in Aliens? Yeah, yeah she's, she's straight out of that. Yeah. She's straight out of that um, mold. Yeah, and he, uh, meets a, yeah. he meets a grizzly end uh, mm, in Aliens. Yeah, incredible. a company man. Yeah, absolutely. Very much so, yeah. man. Very and, much. Uh, so. I like. So what I what impressed me probably the most about this was the fact that uh, so it also plays to Superman's strengths. As like a sci-fi character, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like they can they can set it in space yeah. on a planet where the aliens oh, yeah. have the advantage over Superman, and you can put him there easily. And uh, like it feels like a horror, like it has an oppressive atmosphere. The it odds does. are always yeah. really stacked against them. There's not really any quips like there is in Aliens. Mm. Like there's a couple here and there, but it doesn't. It it feels more in line tonally with like the first film for me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, sure. I, I was impressed that it just sort of managed to, like, restrain itself. <laughs> I have two nitpicks yeah. uh, or mm-hmm. questions. Um, firstly, hate that Superman can't fly through space himself. Um, such a such a negative that they've taken away that power. That he can't well, he can still do it. Mm. I think he, he can still fly through space. I think it's just... So, like, I, it doesn't clarify in this book, but I have read comics around this time written by Dan Jurgens, mm. um, and he can fly through space, just not yeah, with a stupid a mask on, with away. a stupid mask on, as opposed to right. uh, I'm going to bring it back, guys, for the real fans. Yeah, uh, pre-crisis, pre-John Byrne coming in, he used to be able to fly through space, fly through time, go to the end of the universe, toss mm. around planets. Now he can't even just fly through space without a stupid mask on, like he's got, you know, emphysema or something. Well, <laughs> after I'm pretty sure at this point, after death, he didn't need a mask. He just couldn't go ages. And don't well, worry, okay. it does get there. Good. After, second point. Second go. point is this, and I raise this to Ray. 
his comment where he said, I came to Earth as a fetus in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> and I said to Ray, is Jurgens yeah. aware of what a fetus is? He's an infant. <laughs> He's placed in a ship by Jor-El and Lara. He's rockets to Earth. We've seen it in so many versions of Superman, including the animated series. Why is he a fetus in the Matrix? Yeah. Hated yeah, what do you... What do you think of that, kind of? I, I was just uh, – stuff like that. I'm just assuming Superman, this is a different reality, a different – It's yeah? the it? It's the current origin. Uh, it's the current origin when this is written. Couldn't, is I, couldn't, I couldn't hate it anymore that I did. It's dumb. Okay. Like yeah. that's, that's the – I think – so John Burns' Man of Steel, generally pretty well regarded as a story yeah. of itself. Sure. Fetus in the pod, universally hated. No one really likes Good. it. And mm-hmm. that is Good. just a product of the times. <laughs> it does Actually, change. Well, I, I'm glad uh, we cleared that up because I, Ray, I was very strong in my opinion too when I was reading yeah. it. Wasn't it, Ray? You copped it straight on the nose. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as, I did. Yeah, yeah. Bit of, bit of a bloodied nose, yeah. As you would know, Dave, the editors <laughs> at the time didn't really like Superman. So they made John Byrne change all the stuff. Like he has to be born in America, not really? on Krypton, which is why he's a fetus. In the ship, so it can be born what's on so Earth. What's so bizarre is, you know, and I and I I understand mm. it's a very minor point, but what's so bizarre is the need to sometimes I get scrubbing away big elements of the super family that I understand, mm. but the basic notion of Superman being put in a rocket as a yeah. kid and fired in space it's so ingrained in the public consciousness. Why yes. would you want to divert from that? I just don't get that logic. You know? Yeah, it's it's dumb. Yeah. Uh, you know. John Burns, Superman, good run, some dumb stuff. It's like sure. I always say it's a good run, but it's not my ideal version of Superman because mm. uh, mm-hmm. of stuff like that, you know? Yeah, but but, uh, but that said, um, this actual comic, aside from that one little tiny glitch, I, 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 I mean, I've I got to be honest, I read it again tonight. I hadn't read it since 1995. I think it's exceptionally strong, these, these mm. three issues. And I, I think mm-hmm. unlike so many – I understand the issues are oversized – but it felt like I was getting a lot of story in that 150 pages. There's a genuine yeah. sense of suspense. It even ends on an open note, sort of teasing that she could mm, be kind yeah, of like what the an original ending. cousin, yeah. Um, yeah. Argo City, I've always been a fan of. Mm. I remember I remember reading this for the first time, and it really blew me away by how good it was, and I felt it was far better than the Batman Aliens one they did around the same time, which is also good, but this was the superior uh, one. And I, and I think, honestly, the artwork is also excellent. I, I would love say the artwork. it's yeah, probably it's outside of Jurgens's maybe some of his death stuff, but I think it's the best stuff I've read that he's written mm. um, in terms of three really strong issues. I can see why Chucks calls it his favourite Superman story because I think it is very well done, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that the aliens, the xenomorph are beautiful here. Um, Nolan mm. does really good. Uh, really good work on them uh, and superman as well uh i had to i'm just kind of flicking through some of the pages the funny one of the funny bits i mm. thought it's not meant to be funny but when superman first comes across the xenomorph and he kind of opens up its jaw and then its inner jaw comes out and <laughs> yeah. it just na- you know him nabs on him on the forehead yeah but it, obviously it can't go through it <laughs> that, was, that was sort of my favorite moments, i think uh was like because yeah. we all know that that's supposed to go through like a human yeah, skull. Burn, burn through uh, skin, well, yeah. yeah, that that's its um, its secret weapon, really, against a mm. lot of humans. But it doesn't do much. It's also Superman. super Superman. You see the bare chest, and then at one point you see a leg comes off. He's getting more and more. Oh, it gets yeah, it gets stripped pulled. down. Yeah, 
And usually... Yeah, by issue so, three. So the idea is Superman's slowly losing his powers because, like, this this uh, city is not yeah. really near a sun. And, and I usually... Love, yes, I yeah. love that, man. I think that's that, that makes total sense as well. Otherwise, yeah. you could wipe the floor with the Xenomorph. I usually and complain I love, about yeah. stuff like that, but the fact that yeah. this is, like, a sort of oppressive horror story... Exactly. Like, mm. you want that sort of sense of impending doom. It's like Superman's getting weaker each moment, you know? Yeah, so. I, I like that as opposed to it just being wiped, his powers. It's kind of like he's, he's got a battery and it's running out. Yeah. And yeah. so he, he draws on it every now and again. So like, oh, look, I can, I can probably do x-ray vision if I try hard or I can probably fly a bit. You know, I've got a bit left in me. So I like how it's measurable. I've He's got a question for Connor. Connor, you are the Superman, you know, expert here amongst us all. Um, how do you feel about the weakening of Superman? Like, not so much even just here, but, I mean, really, Superman, he weakens in the course of what feels like a day or two. Um, again, this is a radically different Superman that we saw in the 60s, 70s, up to the mid-80s. How do you feel as a Superman fan to see your character kind of humbled, you know? Uh, I don't mind it. I like. I mean, I. What a shame! <laughs> I, I I know you wanted the outrage. I did. Um, I was really hoping for some. I, I specifically <laughs> talking about like the post-crisis nerf that he got. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Basically, yeah. It's. I mean, like, because to be honest, it happened so long ago. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. He's you powerful know? again now, isn't he? He seems. Pretty yeah, powerful. like he's yeah. just like new fifty-two years powerful, and yeah, like even here, like he got powerful again. Like, I feel like yes, they kind of, they, they strike that thing where it's like, you know, he starts, when he starts off, he's more like the golden age. And then as year, the years go on, he just gets more and more powerful. And like, I'm fine with that. What bugs me about the depowering thing is not that he's depowered, because again, I get the appeal. I like golden age Superman, but uh, is that writers who go, I can't write or relate to this character because he's too powerful. That's where I think it's BS. And yeah. you should like. I don't know, just think outside the box, but or yeah. be more creative. But like that, that's when I complain about power levels come in. If writers use that as an excuse mm. uh, to mm. not be able to write Superman, or Denny uh, O'Neill famously just yeah, no, that, no disrespect you know? to Denny O'Neill, but like mm. yeah, and again, weird because he wrote good Superman. So. Exactly, <laughs> he he just struggled to come up with. He was just the like, AI, I just can't Connor, keep, I just AI. can't keep doing this month after month, kind of thing. You know, mm. Mm. just interesting. What did you say, Ray? The AI story. Oh, yeah. yeah I Ray, love like... that story, Ray. You know I love that story, Ray. <laughs> kills, kills a baby AI, which is really weird. Kills like... a baby AI. Just kills and then feels the weird about it. Now, yeah. my other question is, the big, the big sort of moral quandary that Superman puts mm-hmm. himself in regarding killing, I think it's absurd. Like, yeah. these, these yeah, so what happened here? Did he kill? Evil. Yeah, I, I, and I exactly, Dave. That's a great point you, you raise because it's kind of you're up against a primal animal, right? Mm. Uh, it, it's, it's kind of like going, oh, I refuse to kill, you know, a shark if I'm being, if I'm in the water and I'm being attacked by a shark, mm. I'm not going to kill them. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a, you're in the the animal kingdom, I think, when you're in yeah. Xenomorph. So it's it's a kill or be killed. At one point, so he's, I, like, I, he's I, I beaten and strange. crippled, but he's not dead. He's beaten and crippled, but he's not dead. I was like, yeah. well, if you're going to yeah. beat and cripple yeah. him, you know. So yeah. I do have some thoughts on this because <laughs> he really makes it a point, uh, Mr. Jurgensen. Yeah. He, keeps, he keeps repeating it. So mm. I don't know if the blame is of the editorial or if it's with Dan Jurgens. 
I Jergens. don't know. You reckon? Jergens. I Jergens. do yeah. know. I, probably. I think, I, think he, I think he takes it all. From what I've seen of Dan Jurgens, he takes it all very seriously. You I'm, know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and breathes it. I think he's a, well, in, in my opinion, humble opinion, I think he takes it a little too far. Um, it's and I think this would have been a better comic if you could have had Superman unleash on some aliens, um, yeah, because they yeah. are flat out xenomorph evil creatures that have destroyed an entire city. Um, but he he just he he makes it work within the context of the story so that there's logical sense. But I thought it was a bit stupid, especially when they've killed the entire city already. I'm of two yeah. minds I, I, yeah. of this. Mm. To clear, to clarify, I don't like it. I think it's mm. dumb, but I am of two minds of it. So I will briefly mention. I'm pretty sure in the sequel, uh, Chuck Dickens. Mm. I'm pretty sure Superman doesn't care. Like I don't think okay. that ever comes up. I don't believe really, it being an issue. You yeah, know, I mean, we that, did it recently on the show, and I don't recall it being a big issue. Yeah, it's more about like the new gods and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, but uh, mm. so, but in the comic, it's like. I don't like it, but at the same time, again, because I've read Superman up to this point, mm. like the character himself is legitimately traumatized by killing sure. Zod, Ursa, yeah. and uh, Non or whoever. So that's yeah. that one part is why I kind of give it a pass because I he's agree. legitimately traumatized, and like that's what started Superman Exile. Like he left Earth. Yes. Because like which, when which he killed sense. them, which he sense. executed them. Like yes. he didn't do it in the heat of the moment. He coldly executed them, and it messed him up. Uh, again, I think it's repeated a bit too much in this story. I think you could have just had the initial. I'm really messed up. I'm not going to kill yeah. because I'm still remembering that awful stuff. Uh, but he kept bringing it up, and again, like that's that's a common complaint I have with Dan Jurgens is that he just he really just has the subtlety of a sledgehammer. Like he yeah, just, he, yeah, he kind of hammers at home. Hammers, really, he, does. Yeah. he does. He um, He's a very obvious writer, actually. Um, always has been. Yeah. So I get the logic. I just wish they didn't bring it up so much. Question. I, bit... I, know, I know I just read it, but I forget. When he finally gets powered back, which I love that scene where he comes back and the mm. alien uh, queen, like, you know, breaks her teeth. Mm. Does he kill her then? Oh, she, explo- uh, she dies in the explosion. The, the right, nuclear, okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 which yeah. is a little bit of a subversion because he doesn't really fight the alien queen. Mm. You kind of no, expect he doesn't. Him that that would have been fun. Doesn't. Yeah, uh, which is not a complaint from my. I just it was an interesting. Yeah. Oh, look, I didn't. I didn't see it as a missed opportunity, but in mm. hindsight, I mean, it would have been fun. But yeah, I mean, I think the way that the story went um, served the purpose of the story very well. So yeah, it didn't really. So I'm not sure he could have killed the queen, right? Because the queen wouldn't have attacked him. Yeah. Well, she did bite on him, and uh, the oh, because he was yeah. That's queens right. are yeah, maybe queens are competing as well. They don't like each other. You know, no, I think that's that's. Know. I don't know. Isn't that inside his chest? Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, so that the soldiers, the drones won't won't kill him. Um, I think a queen would attack. I'm him. just trying to. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to justify why the queen would would attack him, and all I can think of is that you know two queens probably don't go yeah. well together. I, I tell you, you know, it's funny how um, time plays tricks on the memory. In my memory, having read this in '95, I was sure that the alien emerged from his chest and he survived it, and I've thought that ever since. <laughs> and only in reading this issue did I actually realise <laughs> that he basically coughs it out. 
I think it would have been cooler to have the alien burst through his chest and Superman being so strong he could survive that. Um, mm. That's what I would have done. But then I, I don't. But then I don't think would the like super strong that wouldn't even be able to burst through his chest, right? Well, but it would like have been his... a cool visual array. Yeah, on. it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, look, if I just thought it was really weird. Yeah. For being realistic, he probably would have pooped it out. Like because once it can't yeah. get out, it's gonna keep going down. Uh, I don't, I don't get how it came out of his mouth. I thought it was. I don't get it as well. Up, but I was a bit lost on how that worked. I don't uh, get it because yeah, I mean it's. I don't think the aliens like are, are just stating within the stomach. You know, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's all fake, of course. But when you see. <laughs> Like you see in the comics, and I think you even see in some of the movies where they X-ray or you can see the alien in the chest. It's it's Definitely. nowhere near the stomach. Yeah. So well, yeah. So I think the part where you're talking about the alien biting Superman, I don't think that's the Queen. I think that's just an alien. Like he and he blocks it so it doesn't bite someone else. Yes. I don't, oh, and okay. The, the teeth. Is that the, the one with the teeth. Yeah. I like that yeah. visual. I really. It was like a satisfying that. moment hmm. because it had build up, like three issues of build up. You know, of yeah, like totally, mm, seeing totally. him at full power, being able to. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I was going to say this, uh, Ray. Am I right, correct in saying you yeah. have either just got or getting the aliens omnibus? Oh yeah, got it. Yeah, you've got it got now. It. I have a memory from again back in the nineties. One of my friends had uh, an aliens comic, and I read it, and it was the most vicious. Like just, it was just so crazy and over the top that it always struck mm. a chord in me, and I was like, "Man, these aliens yeah. comics are are wild." Said um, at at the door, yeah. Would have been interesting to see Superman full on, full powered, like heat, you know, vision, everything tearing aliens apart, like fully <laughs> bloody battle scenes. Um, that's the other direction this comic could have gone, rather than the horror angle. Mm. Um. You know, just another just another version to put Superman in a situation where forget about morality. We're talking about alien infestation on a massive scale, where it's just fighting to your death, kind of thing. Mm. Mm. The, the oh, other yeah, thing is like absolutely that Superman's a farmer as well. <laughs> like, is he is he not going to get rid of like locusts crapping on exactly. everyone's crops? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There are some people listening are going to go, well, he probably wouldn't. He'd probably relocate them peacefully. Yeah, maybe he would, but you you get my point. Those people are idiots. Like, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'll I'll say it right now. Like, that's the, firstly, it's a fantasy character. And Mm. they try to, like, give it, like, almost mythic overtones um, at times. and, And sort of, like, it just, it drives me crazy when they do that. Like, it's like, give me a story where he's put up against the wall and the real Superman it will, I think, respond. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if it was back in World War II and he was fighting Nazi super soldiers, he would be tearing them to shreds because the, the existence of the world and the United States would be at stake. Do you know what I mean? That's how I see the character. Uh, not yeah, I, just, don't, uh, you know. I don't even think it's something that, like, I don't think it's... We all know that this started because of the Comics Code Authority. And the two the two most notable examples are Superman and Batman. They're the ones who've really sort of held on to this no-killing thing. Sure. Mm. And I think – I'm not saying, like, they should just run around killing people. I'm just saying, like, it shouldn't be some – it shouldn't have attention brought to it all the time. Yeah. Mm. You know, it doesn't need to – like, in this comics perfect example, like, we don't need to – 
just have Superman not kill them. Don't draw attention to it. Just have him punch him off into the well, distance just have him if you're that him. concerned. Yeah. Exactly. I want to rip them apart, man. I've got to be honest with you guys. Like, I, I like, know you do. I'm just I saying. really, I really, I, I almost need it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm at that point now where I almost need it. And Ray, you know where I am, man. You know. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I'd add to that, Dave. Though, but I wouldn't mind seeing aliens, the xenomorph, ripping people apart in this. That uh, would have been. I mean, I'd we do a little bit. It. I'd love, I'd love to, to see, see more of that. And yeah. I thought Kara had her heart in the right place. By the way, good character. She's a good character. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah, it was an interesting way to uh, bring in this like little bit of pre-crisis mythos. Yes. Uh, am I correct in saying Kara was the original Supergirl, the one who died in Crisis? Is that her? Uh, like Kara Zor-El. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Like uh, the character in this comic, though, is no, no. I mean, I mean that was the original Supergirl. You know, the Maid of Might was her name. Yeah. Kara. Yes, Kara Zor-El. Yeah, she died in Crisis. Uh, and am I correct in saying I'm going to drop a bit of knowledge here? Um, her code name was Linda Lee. Am I right? Yes. Thank you. There you go, Dave. Do I get a, do I get a <laughs> gold star for that? Guy, yeah. no, no prize for that. <laughs> L, LLs all over the place. I'm pretty smug and happy with myself right now, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I always thought it was a nice little, as you say, like a little nod, Connor. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. And like yeah. It, it doesn't end up being the actual no. show anyway. Um, well, I didn't quite understand. So it was a bit odd. Fill us in. Like you're obviously an expert. Give us what the pre-crisis Argo is and what's the post-crisis. So you oh, know, God. Can, uh, look, can you explain <laughs> it for us? Okay, pre-crisis is what we all know, right? Is the generally accepted it? They they blow they blow it off of Krypton in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then later, I'm pretty sure that blows up or something, and they launch Kara off. So she came from, from that. Chunk. Okay. So pre crisis, yeah. that's what I thought too. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Post crisis, I don't know. Like post crisis stuff changes all the time, yeah. which is why I have the Superman Encyclopedia, because that'll tell you everything. Um, so I could get it right now. It, it only goes up to 2010, but that that's covers okay. that covers all of post crisis, like. Because Nifty 2 was 2011, so, like, Argo will be in this encyclopedia, and it'll go through all of its pre-crisis history and its post-crisis history. And, like, in a, both in a in-universe sense and real-world sense, like, publication changes. So there is, a, there is a real Argo City post-crisis, though? I believe and, But so. this isn't it, right? No, this is, because they say that this was, like, named in honour of Gotcha. The original Argo City. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, right. I didn't realise that. Okay. That was the explanation. I got a bit but lost. But it has the it. same origin? It has. It, it, it was a so, it was blown off? Yeah, yeah that, that was a bit weird. I think maybe yeah. they were talking about the original. Like, it, I would have to go back and reread, and to be honest, I couldn't be bothered. Um, but either it's a plot inconsistency or it's just like a wild coincidence that they both blew off. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Argo City was brought back as the homeworld of Kara Zor-El after Infinite Crisis. Uh-huh. Before that, it was just a pre-crisis thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, like, that's when Jeff Johns, I think, ran Infinite Crisis. He started to bring back a lot of pre-crisis stuff. Good uh, on him. Good on him. Good on Jeff Johns for that. Aaron Dave is just salivating at the mouth. Um, <laughs> that's hard. Yeah, so I, I, like, I like Jeff Johns for that, but fuck Jeff Johns for Secret Origin. What a piece of shit. Oh, you're so harsh on Secret Origin. I'm very harsh on it. 
I'm I mean, very, I read it. I didn't think it was the world's greatest thing, but I didn't because quite see the hatred. It just it bugs me that it replaced because all these other origins, like they had a character arc and they really worked to make Superman Superman as a coming of age thing. Whereas like Secret Origin is just like, hey, look at all this stuff that I liked. I like Superman the movie and I like the Legion. <laughs> I'm the Legion's good in it, though, man. The Legion's good in it. There's no substance, do, though. Like... I, will do a sh- I will do a shout-out for Legion Outpost, my yes. show, and we enjoyed... I thought Secret Origin was pretty good. Um, but as a... Like, it is snippets. Whereas There's just Vertigo... no growth for Superman as a character. And I think if you're doing an origin story for Superman, you really need to have him grow. It's, it's actually uh, got more stuff about the Legion that we did. We did Jeff Johns' whole Legion. He sort yeah. of has, like, a three-part story. And it's actually quite interesting from a Legion perspective what he does with the Legion in that. Um, it, you know, and that's just a small piece of the puzzle. Ray, have you read it? No, I haven't. Oh, so you can't be the swinging voter. Oh, no. We're <laughs> deadlocked at one all. Well, I mean, <laughs> Ray, look, Ray, over, come on, Ray. What are you doing? Overall, like, overall, <laughs> I like Jeff Johns. I just, I sure. didn't like that. I didn't like his origin. That's fair enough, man. Yeah. Um, cool. I've read also, stuff I don't like, you know. Batman. I, I hate won. how I hate he felt the need to bring back the Kents again. Or it's just ridiculous at this point. Um, so hard to keep up with. Like, stop stop bringing them back and killing them, bringing them back. Jesus Christ. It, it's almost, <laughs> can I say this? It's almost yeah. sad that, that, that they want to bring them back just to give themselves the cheap thrill of the death scene again. It's it's sick, in a way. Just kill one and be done with it. Best of both worlds. <laughs> You know, <laughs> who would you half kill half. If, if you had to kill Mar or Par? Which one are you killing? Par is obviously the traditional option, but mm. I will say we've never seen Mar die. <laughs> to go, 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 Mar, go for Mar. Well, if I want, if I want like a new, interesting kind of origin story, then I'll kill off Mar mm. just to see how it would change. I will say this: um, in the Bronze Age, because I've done all that Bronze Age reading for mm. the Elias Magan, they're both dead. Which is my favorite. Mm. Yeah, I mean, not, not like, that I dislike. They them, almost die um, off screen. He he just mentions it like. They just died of old age or something like because it's it's a normal thing to happen. Like they just died of old age, you know. But I kind of like um, it when he goes I do, and gets uh, a bit of advice from Par and stuff. Oh, I'm so sick of that trope. <laughs> like, it's how many times is he going to go crying to Par and be like, "Can you tell me how to fix my problem?" In some s- sage advice that no normal person would ever say. He's like a character from the Bible or something, you know. <laughs> Ray, what do you think? Ray, what do you think, man? Oh, look, I was wanting to track back to. Superman <laughs> aliens, I just and it's it still baffles me. Like Connor, you're saying that you, you know they named this place after Argo, mm. and so Dave's name question is totally relevant. Like, why is she named Kara as well? Like, so many parallels here. Like again, if she's, like, if, if she's not meant to be, like then how come? I mean, I out of all the people like he could make, tease. Oh, I think it's just a tease from Jurgens. Just kind of, it's a bit it's of just confusing, jerks. then, isn't it? It's like the artwork's great, the tone's great, the, the 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 writing and dialogue is generally pretty great. Outside of the stuff we've already talked I about, would, I would say great. It's good. Okay, <laughs> I should say pretty pretty good then. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Like we're on a we're on a Jergen scale here. Um, so, but yeah, exactly. The the plotting at times is a bit like, oh. Mm. You know, just a little bit, like mm. like like what you said. So, like again, I'll have to go back and actually look at like mm. this exposition for Argo. Mm. Um, that's maybe... an, that's sorry. Go on. No, you go. Why? Oh, no, I was just about to say that. That's a little a little quibble. Again, you just reminded me, Connor. 
um, just with the storytelling. Like as you said, for the most part, it's pretty good. The exposition dumping was um, a little samey all the time. Like I, I saw at the beginning, you have the half face of Superman, and then it kind of flashes into like a telling of of what happens. It happens yeah. again with Kara. Like you know, um, I, I feel that it could have been done differently. You don't you don't like that, right? See, I got to be honest with you. I'm a little old-fashioned, and I don't mind that. I, I um, like it, but when it becomes repetitive, like sure. in in one whole story, it would have been good to do one or the other, and then he's just he's to... not the world's greatest writer. I'll be honest. I he, think you know. <laughs> it was also the fact that these these two like there were issues apart. These yeah. two exposition sequences. So I, don't, I think it's less of an issue because this was this was written to be read like like weekly, monthly, monthly or, whatever. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it came out. It came out on the shelves. I want it just to seemed a little, monthly, you know. Yeah, could have tried something different though. Still. Yeah, and no, I hear, I Ray, I hear you there, man. Yeah. I hear you, man. But like, that's a small quibble. I mean, like he he got the information out there, so we we got to learn. What do we think of so, Lois with her cat fight with the other chick? I like I like that. Doctor Kimball. Thought it was Dr. fun. Kimble. Like it was a good really secondary plot. Yeah. Surprised Doctor Kimball didn't die. Mm, yeah. 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 That was interesting. Yeah, um, Lois, Lois considered not sure saving she was it, which was die. funny. Lois yeah. considered not saving it, which I enjoyed. Well, it's funny how Lois had no problem lighting up all the alien babies. <laughs> Lois doesn't yeah. care. Like, Lois well, isn't a pussy. Like, Superman's a yeah. pussy, and Lois isn't, you know, like yeah. when it comes to this kind of stuff. Again, know? for this story, I'll play the trauma card, but, like, that's not going to yeah. work all the time. You know, it's a... Yeah, yeah. Um, just got to get over the hump and just tear someone's head off, and then he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze someone, pop someone's head, you know? Yeah. And then um, maybe Ray, he starts thinking, why don't I just do this to the whole world and rule it <laughs> so as I a went, dark lord? I went back to look at this flashback, right, about Argo, because we're like, oh well, yeah, did both Argo as well. Yeah. So I just realised, well, this this Argo, this Kara's Argo, mm. you know, that blew off the planet, off her planet, Odinson or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but remember, the other Argo doesn't actually exist technically. So it wouldn't have blown off Krypton like it did, and there wouldn't be another Kara Zor-El. There's right. no multiverse. There's no okay. So th- this is a, this wasn't named in honor yes. of the other Argo. It, it, so it, it was named in... yet. It doesn't exist yet. That's right. It was named in honor of the other Argo, but the other Argo did not blow off Krypton. Right. Okay. And be a bubble. Well, that's pretty you know? coincidental that this one happened to blow off. You know. Yeah, I think it's coincidental it's a in it's a tribute. It's a tribute kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jurgen's doing yeah, like a, right. a bit of a member berry and a bit of an Easter egg for the fans. Yeah, okay. you know? And I think it's there to sort of set up a bit of a twist where you think it is right. Supergirl and then it turns out it's not. Yeah, um, just to like, I don't know, I, I was fine with that. Like, it wasn't, it was like a bit weird, but it wasn't really a sticking point with me. I just thought it was neat how they kind of like mm-hmm. tied it in like that. It was like mm-hmm. a nice tribute. Like, it's better than, because at, at the time, if you were reading this, and you were missing that pre-crisis. That'd be pretty cool to see it again. Yeah, no, and it was. It was. It was. Story, like. In fact, I was on. I, I'm really going to age myself here, but like back in the mid '90s, I, I was sort of there was like it was obviously the early days of the internet. Um, Ray might remember this, the old dial yeah. tone. Yeah, and yeah. they had like a page. It was. I want to say it was called the Kryptonian homepage, something like that. And it was. It was like a message board that came out every week. Um, and I was into it big time. And a lot of people were excited by Superman mm-hmm. Aliens because it's it sort of, even if it wasn't a tease, just the fact that it's sort of, 
it sort of it was a tribute, if you know what I mean, to the original yeah. Argo. Mm. And a lot of people really enjoyed it, like then, you know what I mean? Because a mm-hmm. lot of them were sort of craving the older, um, the, you know, the older people kind of thing. They were craving the old stuff. And it was, so it, it worked in terms of the Superman fan community. People mm. were enjoying mm. it, like, you know. So this this particular, uh, I can say this, this particular uh, comic was well-received within the Superman community that I knew at the time that was on the internet, like on the Kryptonian okay. homepage. Right. Uh, yeah, because they, they were hardcore into Superman. That's I kind of was on it for about two years. Yeah, right. And I, I remember this very well because they're the ones, they actually had a list. It's really cool. Um, this is obviously back in the early days, and you could print out um, kind of like the whole post-crisis Superman stuff, and it was all broken down into all the stories and all yeah. the first appearances of Superman's first meeting, Green Lantern or Batman and blah, blah, blah. And I worked off it to really get into quite a bit of Superman during that period. It's actually very helpful. Yeah, mm. nice. There's a yeah. uh, flashback. <laughs> uh, like some some fans have put all the post-crisis together in like these digital trades. That's cool. Uh, which is really convenient because it gets messy trying to read like the Triangle Era and oh, a lot yeah. of this stuff is out of print and they've put it all yeah. in order. That's cool. It's digital be... trade, so it's a God really... bless them. God bless them for doing it. Oh awesome. yeah, like it, it, it's. I I gave up on post crisis for the time being, but when I get back into it, like I know exactly what I'm just going to jump into. And how, includes, how far uh, did you get? How far did you get, uh, Connor? Uh, I think like so after return and before I'm um, just before zero hour. Okay, so crisis in time, which I heard is pretty good. I think. Um, the I'm event. Not sure. Yeah. Uh, we did it on Signal. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's 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 a, like I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I'd never read it. I I, I enjoy, look. It's enjoyable as an event. Yeah. Because I wanted I wanted to read Post Crisis Superman along with Kyle Rayner's Superman, but they're doing the, the the where I left off was Superman was crossing out with, with a bunch of new black characters, uh, and they seemed like kind of cool, but it was just a bit of a slog to sort of get through. So I'll get back. Eventually. Was it the milestone characters? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the Blood Syndicate and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys. That was actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, again, like, when that stuff is being written, I think really, like, easier to read it as it's coming out. Yeah, probably, um, yeah, yeah. It was a different... It, it's a totally... Different I, I, I really... <laughs> it was, but I, I really feel that that was a really kind of... Maybe not golden age, but it was a really good time to be reading Superman because yeah. you, you bounce from from um you know title to title and they really had you where they wanted you if you know what i mean ray you know yeah. what i mean where they've, they've mm. got you and it wasn't that it was that great but it also wasn't that bad it was just really consistent yeah I so you it. went from like roger stern to dan jurgens and it was like getting a bucket yes. of water thrown on your head yeah, um. <laughs> yeah 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 but what i'm saying is because yeah, it came out saying, almost yeah. weekly you yeah. were sort of just hooked you know what i mean like they mm. had you where they wanted you basically yeah, they, you know. So I, I look, I enjoyed it at the time, so I can say. You know. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think the Norris would be a good time to be a Superman because you had Lois and Clark coming out as well. That was which good was, for a year. Which was um, a <laughs> massive reason I was even got into it, you know, mm, because I was I, hugely successful back I in the day. I really got into that show, big time, and I thought that was a really pretty good show, and it made me uh, really check out the comic. And funnily enough, Jerry Seinfeld was always mm. mentioning Superman in interviews. And I thought, well, if mm. Jerry likes it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've I watched all the Simon a couple of times. Obviously, lots of Superman references. And there's one point he gives 
George tries to give his friend a couple of Superman comics, and I recognise the covers, which was yeah. Nice. No, there's there's yeah, that yeah. funny scene where Kramer does something heroic and and uh, kicks a guy off a bus who assaults someone, and Jerry <laughs> goes, "You're Batman." <laughs> yeah, because um, I was more I of mean, a Batman reader, you know. But I but I did I did enjoy my Superman during that period. I mean, you know, he was referencing like Iron Man and Green Lantern, which is deep dives back then. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. wow. for like for like the public, because no one back then like. No. I guess you know Green Lanterns were like super friends, but outside of yeah. that, you know, and it was it was light touches too. You know what mm. I mean? Like it was just it was just enough to sort of I don't know. It was cool because you got so little of it. It wasn't like Lois and Clark. People forget this because the ratings collapsed in the last season. For a couple of years, it was one of the biggest shows on TV. You know? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it was a it was a good show. Until it went off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, true. Which, true. which was attributed to the main showrunner getting the boot for whatever reason. Mm. You know, oh, the first season did great. You're gone now. <laughs> so, but yeah, Lost quite favorite version of the Kents. They're great in that show. You prefer them to Smallville? Yeah. Okay, I like the Smallville. Oh, cool. um, They're good in Smallville. So, yeah. I think yeah. John's a bit of a jerk in Smallville, which is like I don't, I don't have a problem He's with Jonathan Kent being a jerk, but I just he annoyed me. Um, really? He's just a stern dad. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know how Swordle's at a point where Lex isn't really that bad and Jonathan's yeah. just shitting all over Lex for like, because of his dad's True. stuff, you know? But anyway, we can, we yeah. can dive into that some other time. Um, no, no worries. Because uh, Ray, Ray wants to get back to Superman Aliens, I'm yes. sure. Well, let's keep it on track here. I think we track. should talk really about maybe our individual scores and, and maybe Ray, you want to sum up what you think of it and, you know, Oh, I mean, is there anything like kind of you want to, yeah, well, I guess, uh, goes without saying we definitely didn't do a traditional breakdown. So, uh, yeah. I should have said this stuff, but this generally goes like, this is worth seeking out and reading. Hmm. Um, yeah. you I can, think we all agree. Definitely. We all definitely. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And Hey, if you're not, if you're not an Aliens fan and you're just a Superman fan, it's still worth it. Uh, Actually, can I say as well, I mean, <clears> one of the points, uh, if you aren't an Aliens fan, I think one of the good things, and I touched upon it before, is that it does have, like, indelible, like, alien kind of tropes. Um, yeah. There's that one short scene where there's this, like, um, lab technician or something and there's the alien drops down from above him you know he looks mm. up and and you know mm. there's a, a splash of blood that's really cool there's another one here that i was just flicking through uh, i think it's dr kimball or, or lois is talking to this guy davis and at first you think maybe it's a chest burster but he gets impaled by the tail of the alien and it kind that of lifts good. him up that yeah so I, th I think you get, I think what Jurgens does here, at least for those who may be curious about aliens, is that you get the good bits, um, which you said that can mm. probably entice you. And then I can imagine if you then decide to watch the movies or whatever, you go, oh, hey, I saw oh, that yeah. in the comic. Mm. You know, so I think totally. it, it really does well in that sense. Um, but yeah, yeah, sorry. I'll say as well, it's impressive that Jurgens made me care. Like I wanted Kara to get off. And go live yeah. with Superman. Yeah, bit, yeah. And she didn't, and that was a bummer. Like, but a bummer in a good way. I'm not saying it's a bad oh. ending. I'm just like, yeah. How about that? Wow, ending? it sucks. She didn't. Yeah. Get to go with him. But and she's the, alive. Yeah, and we never got a sequel though. No, but, but it, it just need to get one. But yeah, it it was just totally an ending I did not expect. I I thought 
it seemed that like you know superman missed missed the boat with her and, and she kind of just perished which was you know like if you were to take it as that it was kind of like oh my god what a gut punch you know mm, yeah um the other thing is that if she did somehow make it and was happy you know happy days of roses and um and she comes to earth somehow that's the other ending i did not expect that she was kind of in a, an escape pod just kind of drifting away and it's like wow and, yeah. and i like the, the explanation that um we get the explanation of what superman was trying to do like he actually yeah, that was extracted cool. yeah he extracted because she had for listeners spoilers uh, she had mm. uh, an alien in her chest as well but superman managed to through the technology of of argon um, to, I guess, essentially teleport or phase out the alien from her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and so she was she was cured in that sense. Uh, but it was also, it was a gut punch because he did that, but it, he didn't seem to, to save her. Yeah, he thinks she's dead. Uh, I've got a comment, yeah. Ray. You've seen all the Aliens movies, yeah? Yeah. You've seen Prometheus? Yes. Okay, it reminded me of that scene in Prometheus where the woman's impregnated and she gets the... Um, I, the machine to do sort of oh, a cesarean. She does self cesarean. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty intense scene. That it, was. It awesome reminded scene. me of that yeah. in a weird way, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's always, it's always kind of, you always have to kind of cringe when it's anything to do with an alien in in you and how you get it out. Like Superman just regurgitated it, which was, <laughs> which is pretty funny. But you know, even Superman, like when you're reading it and what you're saying, testament kind of to what you're saying about Jurgens, you still kind of think. Geez, how's he going to get out of this one? Because yeah. as far as we know, once you have an alien in your chest, you're a goner. And that's what Kara says. Um, so yeah. it was interesting to see how he handled that. So there were really mm. some interesting points here. Could and, Connor, could mm. he have survived if the alien came out, according to your knowledge Superman. of Superman? Yeah. Oh, like if he's if he's next to the sun, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think so. Because like, yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. Look, he, he was back in the solar system. He was back in the solar system. He was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. I mean, I I read this because Green Lantern, Supergirl was impaled in the chest, and she was like dead basically. And he just right. he put her near a sun, right? And she like it up. So it's like it's kind of like they turn into Wolverine or something when they go it's near crazy. the sun. Crazy. Oh, in my head, anyway. but they've yeah. actually got to be in the sun. Well, she was just very close to it. Or close to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I think yeah, if you're in space close to the sun, I think you're golden no matter what. Generally, mm. um, don't go in the sun or you get sun cancer. Turn into a yeah, um, well, there was something else I was going to say, but I've forgotten now. But yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, it was good. I mean, I'm giving it eight point five out of ten. Mm. Frankly, I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's a good, good three issues. Mm-hmm. So, um, how did? So again, mm. so I liked Kara. Her and Clark played well off with each other. Yep. Uh, how did you guys feel about the B plot with Lois and Kimball? Enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, Dave mentioned that. Um, uh, you know, touched upon that as well. I, I enjoyed it as well. It, it mm. for me, you know, you got Superman and Kara, and Superman has still got you know a little bit of his powers, and he's essentially Superman. Not then much of his costume though, by the end. Not, <laughs> nah. He's which, got a by way, um. <laughs> Yeah, which I, I double checked. Like, there's a bit of a continuity error when he gets that symbol back. Um, but yeah, but Lois and Kimball are totally vulnerable against his alien. Mm. So you get you. What Jurgens does is that he gives you that kind of quintessential alien movie because yep. it's these are humans yeah. so i really enjoyed that aspect of it and so you had yeah like ripley and carter burke so to speak because kimball's the the bad one um but yeah i expected her to, to die as well but good to see lois kicking ass as well hmm. agreed yeah. 
Yeah, I, I just uh, wish it was a little bit more. I know we couldn't, but I just wish it was a little bit more violent as well. Mm, um, yep. Just the nature of aliens. You know, you've got it. The, the closest we got was when that guy, I think he gets decapitated by the alien, um, that lab technician. And then the alien throws his lower, his legs into the machine. Um, that was as, as graphic as you probably got. I will say, I'm pretty sure it was. Aside from, you know, that android scene in the first Alien, I think yeah. it was about on the level of that in terms of violence. Like, we saw a guy mm. get impaled by the tail. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, We yeah. saw, I think the most important thing is that we saw a chestburster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yep. didn't see it go through the skull. Uh, I get no. your complaint, though. And, like, they could Oh, it's not a complaint. It. I think it just um, would have been, yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't take any marks off because of it, but just I thought it would have been cool to see. Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, I you know what I preferred would have preferred to have seen like, Superman going Superman. crazy, yeah. like <laughs> Superman dual wielding M sixties and yeah, almost oh, <laughs> Superman in that kind of crane that and he could have done the Alan Moore burn, you know, and like <laughs> would have been great. Like, but that said, um, look honestly, if every comic was as good as this, every Superman comic was as good as this, I'd be happy. I think it was a very yeah, professional job all round, and artwork was good too. Yeah, you, you get your sci-fi elements. You, you get everything that it says on the tin, you know, for this, and it's done. It's done well by Jurgens. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'd give it like a seven and a half out of ten. I think it was yeah. uh, pretty, pretty good, pretty decent. I'm um, eight and a half. You're seven and a half, Ray. I like it. Where mm-hmm. are you, Connor? Um, yeah, again, like I the first time I read this, I was expecting like Batman vs. Aliens, which I didn't really like. Um, okay. And I got like an actual story that wasn't just a homage and yep. it was there was like emotional investment it was horror it was oppressive the artwork i thought was gorgeous for a lot of it mm, yep um so not the best superman team up but it's pretty good yeah it is, <laughs> you know it is pretty um good. especially yeah. for something called Super, like this is much better than all the other alien and predator crossovers i think mm. uh so i'm yeah, I'll, I'll give it 7.5 Xenomorphs cool. out of 10. Yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah, um, Dave, uh, it's been a while since I've read the first one at least, but the Batman Predator ones are pretty Love good. Love, so Love them. Love them. Yeah. All three. All three. All three, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. just keep on guzzling it down, Ray. That's <laughs> actually, it's the only one I haven't read. I've read Batman vs. Aliens. I haven't read Batman vs. Aliens. Yeah. Batman vs. Aliens is, is fun, and I, again, I... Is that Aliens? Because there's two, right? Because I've got, I've got Batman uh, vs. Aliens 2. No, the first one. Okay. I've only read the I've only read the first one, oh, okay. um, which I collected at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it was fun, but this was a superior comic. I remember that mm-hmm. quite well. The it it's fun, but it's inessential. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you want my personal opinion, the Batman versus Predator two and three are absolutely fantastic. Doug Mensch, isn't it? And so, Chuck Dixon on three. Ah, oh, Chuck Dixon, yeah, right. Doug Mensch on two. Chuck, Chuck Dixon on three. I, I absolutely love them, Ray. Um, wow. I could I could live in that universe just <laughs> forever, man. You know. <laughs> nice. So there you go. So I won't hear a bad word talked about Batman versus Predator. <laughs> well, luckily, I haven't read it. So. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, yeah. No, uh, I guess we'll like so again. Uh, pick this up. You can get the single issues. I'm sure they're not that much. Or oh, I think uh, they are, aren't they? Are they? Are they a lot? No, I don't know. I thought they were. I had a little check on eBay. 
you can get the collections there it's collected the oh yeah okay best option is get the dark horse comics superman collection i've yes. mentioned this a few uh, okay. times on the yes, show that's right uh collect superman versus alien mm-hmm. one superman versus aliens two god war superman mm-hmm. uh the superman madman hullabaloo excellent uh very good michael rudd gorgeous art uh superman tarzan sons of the jungle uh <laughs> but um you know uh the it's a really nice trade good price gorgeous paper uh the colors are all good like it's like you know it's like the blu-ray version of the comics it's a a must buy if you're a superman fan i think absolutely if you want if you like superman unique crossovers get it and uh remember if you're a superman or batman or both fan uh make sure you check out the justice league dark horse because that has superman versus predator in it, which is not a Justice League one, they just put it in the Justice I've League. I've got trade, a question so. just before we go. Speaking of Mike Allred, mm-hmm. what do you guys think of Superman Space Age? Have you checked that out? Oh, I haven't. No, it's the... I go on. Oh, no, I just I haven't read it yet, but I've got it to read, and um, I'm a big Mike Allred fan, so I was just interested to see what, what you guys thought of it. Oh, no, I haven't read it. Sorry, Dave, I got I slightly distracted. I actually found. All three Superman aliens, one, two, and three on eBay for a pretty good price. I'm oh. not going to tell anyone. Have you checked out Superman Space Age, uh, Connor? I've read the first one. Uh huh. I thought it was good. Okay. Uh, from a writing standpoint, art is great. I love. Boy, I, 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 I love. I, I love Mike Allred and yeah, Laura Allred's art. I, I just love it. You know, story is fantastic. Yeah. Good, and there's a couple of pretty neat moments. Um, cool. but it it feels a. It feels a bit more of a Justice League thing where Superman's the main one. Mm. You know how it's kind of like that with Kingdom Come? Like it's... Yes. Uh, so I haven't read issue two, but I'm mm. really looking forward to reading it. At the same time, I've, I have problems with it at the same time. So Okay. All right. No, no, no. Just a, it was just a question. Uh, I, I just I just really enjoy his artwork, so I just wondered what it, what they were like, and um, I'm I'm looking forward to reading them. So. It's pretty reminiscent of New Frontier, it, it, Ray. I don't know if um, you're familiar with Michael Red, but he's just a fantastic oh, artist. Oh, Red. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. no. I, he did Silver Surfer with Dan Slott. It was a, yeah. He's such a good and, artist. And he's, uh, I think Ecstatics. I collected. Yeah, no. I used to collect a bit of uh, Mad. Is it Madman? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I thought so, right? I didn't think it was like, you know. Oh, no, he's a, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah. Well, was the Superman Madman crossover. I love good. it. I love it. I, uh, again, oh, that'd I, be a really I cool collected thing. that at the time, guys. That's That was right in my zone when that came out. There's um, uh, that that cover that Michael Rudd did for Superman the Space Age one is like one of my favorite Superman covers ever, where he's yeah. holding the planet Earth. It's really good. Uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, read it and let me know what you think of it, Dave. Uh, I will. I will. You know, be good to discuss. Maybe we can uh, talk about it once it's all done. Hundred percent on a show. And, and um, thank you for having me on, guys. It's always an honor to come on. Mm, um, it's always always fun to have you. On. I always love coming on. You've got me. I'm tired. I'm battered, and I'm dreaming <laughs> of Superman fighting those aliens. Ray, really going crazy in my totally. imagination. Um, <laughs> and the thing is, Ray, once he starts doing that, maybe he gets a taste. You know what I'm saying, Ray? A taste then, of godhood. A taste of godhood, exactly, Ray. You know what it's all about. As the That's the whole logic. 
right? Yeah. Like he doesn't yeah. he doesn't kill dictators because he knows he'll just start <laughs> doing it all the time. Mm. So yeah, I certainly <laughs> would. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, thanks for having yeah. me on, guys and, and listeners. If you if you like what you hear here, check out Season of Doom. Um, you, you know everyone should know who I am by now. Well, I think we've done two hundred and eighty eight episodes. We're up Wait. to now. Um, we, we, I was just chatting to Chuck Dixon tonight. We're going to have him on in the next couple of weeks promoting some new projects. We had Elliot S. Magan, the Superman writer, on mm. just recently. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Uh, really enjoyed talking to him, uh, Connor. Um, and yeah. uh, we'll have him on again. And we also had James DeMatteis on, and we discussed nice. a little bit of Superman there as well. Mm. Um, yeah, just love chatting to these guys, you know? Go, yeah, definitely check out that Elliot S. Magan. Interview if you're if you're a Bronze Age Superman head because uh, it's some really interesting. We take stuff. you into the room with Julie Schwartz. We're yeah, like room. there's a lot of stuff. I, you know, you're hearing it right from the source. You know, it's uh, so like an interesting relationship in the quote unquote bullpen, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but good stuff. Yeah, well, uh, we don't know what we're doing next time. Oh. We will figure that out. This yeah, time. we um, we will. And apologies to listeners who hear the flipping of pages. That's my dark horse trade. So oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a bit Authentic. of bit of yeah, bit of a feel. Yeah, the, yeah. the flicking is from a the digital. I've got the digi- digital version on my second screen. So it was oh, like yeah. this. I'm just swatting flies with my heat vision while we're talking. You know, <laughs> <laughs> generals are over here. So. Hey, I've got a question. Before, just before we wrap up, mm-hmm. does Superman still have cold breath? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Never went away. They just like good. um good. I don't know, I guess... Uh, it just doesn't get then, as much of a run as I would like it to get, you know? Pretty no, cool. I mean... It's a cool power. I guess he doesn't use as much as Heat Vision. I think just Heat Vision is more iconic. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, it's all good. Then it's, Look, we all know I prefer my Superman to be able to fly around and toss around planets, but we'll take what we can get, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, totally in your right suit, of course, yeah. It's meant to be Superman, right? That's exactly so. right. He's not halfway man, Ray, you know? <laughs> Right, well, until next time, um, boy, good night. Uh, yeah, good night, and don't let the xenomorphs bite. Keep killing. <laughs> See us. Catch up. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.